0: Really quick before we get started, our Washington DC show has been cancelled, maybe it'll be rescheduled, we're not sure at the moment, just keep up to date with our Twitter. Also you can call the box office to deal with ticket stuff, because we're not sure, but we just want to let you know that like we'll let you know details as we have them. Uh, We're sorry about that, but obviously it makes sense.
1: You or Jaila? Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Same. welcome to who weekly the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't i'm bobby finger
3: i'm lindsey weber
0: and this is chester hanks on his instagram
2: what's up everyone um yeah it's true my parents got coronavirus crazy um they're both down in australia right now because my dad was shooting a movie down there um but i just got off the phone with them uh they both are fine they're not even that sick They're not worried about it. They're not tripping, but they're going through the necessary health precautions, obviously. But uh, I don't think it's anything to be too worried about. I appreciate um, everyone's concern and the well wishes, but um, I think it's all going to be all right. But I appreciate it. And uh, just everybody stay safe out there.
0: Much love. How is Chet Hanks better at giving public health declarations than Donald Trump?
3: (laughs) When I tell you my brain melted last night when this all went down, my brain melted. I don't know how to even process the personal journey, not to make this about me, but the personal personal journey that I've been on since this was announced has really just been one that has changed the course of my life. I have a few things to, to comment on about this video. One, yes, 100% the most coherent thing we've gotten about the coronavirus from a public figure. Number two, why is he shirtless in it, the video? He's always shirtless. I like, think does that's he own default. a shirt? His tattoos are beautiful, but does he own a sh- Okay, beautiful is an exaggeration, but does he own a shirt?
0: They're not terrible, I would say. You know, like... It's sort of like, if you got him, flaunt him. He's showing him off. Also, he's constantly at the gym. He probably was at the gym. Then he got home. didn't He would just took like his shirtless selfie. Rita and Tom called him and they were like, hey, sweetie, we're fine. Like, I'm coughing a lot, but like the doctors are good oh because God, the Australian healthcare system is better than the United I States one. We got tested. And so Chet was like, are you sure? And they were like, yes, Chester, we're fine. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to let everyone know. He didn't have time to put on a shirt. Another
3: thing is, do you know what he's down there filming? The Baz and Elvis movie. movie. Yeah, I know. So the Elvis movie has coronavirus on it
0: now. Vanessa Hudgens' boyfriend or whatever, ex-boyfriend, whatever his name
3: is. Okay, because like,
0: listen, people, we're giving you the who angle to all of this. I know. Uh, uh, but what's funny is that people have them. been
3: asking, you know, what... Don't you dare. People have been asking, you know, who's the first celebrity to get coronavirus? And there was, like, the Daniel Radcliffe hoax thing. There was, like... <laughs> and I just... I couldn't quite get wrap my head around, like, who it would be. Like, what would be the situation. Also kind of didn't even want to think about it. No, this of is course like, you don't want to think about it. And what's weird is that LA is... The point is, is that this is going to this because it is excuse me sorry it's me because it is tom hanks i hope this is not insensitive but this is just like my mind is is everywhere this is going to dr- drastically shift like the business of public hollywood perception. moving forward yeah. because not only is it the first pu- real public figure the re- like a real american
0: one yeah them
3: the a huge them with who has this right the whole business of Hollywood that has now been like, should we shut down? Should we do this? Should we do that? Now they kind of all have to, right? Like it is, it's almost so crazy that it's him for that reason, you know?
0: Yeah. No one wants this, especially not people over 60. No, but, and I think, and I would assume that even Tom Hanks is aware of the fact that like, there is a silver lining to his illness. And that is attention on this thing that a lot of people are calling a hoax, you know? I, I, not to use our language and like completely fuck with it but it's like there are people who are whoing this who should not be whoing this and tom hanks is like no it's a them case in point me you know what i mean like that sounds really dumb but
3: uh, no you're right but it's so it is so indicative of the whole situation you're right where it's like people aren't sure people aren't sure what you know what's going on how serious to be how serious to take it how to. and then literally like um the number one undisputed a-list most beloved champion of Hollywood is like has it which is mm-hmm. so crazy and not even it's just scary, as like a Tom yeah. Hanks stan it's just as like stepping back at a macro level and looking at the situation it could have been anyone right but it's him I just feel so uh, crazy about it
0: Oof. so they have it uh, yeah, and Rita, yeah. so oh, my us, Rita, Rita, Rita. It. oh my god Rita oh my god so many people um are probably working from home right now and they're worried about it I think you know I bet Tom and Rita are going to do a good job of explaining exactly what the situation is like whenever you get a case of this thing
3: that's so true I feel like Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are that's a that's an interesting flip side are going to be very transparent about their experiences and hopefully share them because people are worried about them and obviously they're public figures. And also they will do a good job, Tom, especially because he's a very perceptive person and really interested in all of this stuff, like will explain what's going on in a really clear and concise way. And because they have a direct line to social media, they don't need to go through anyone. Mm
0: -hmm. And I... uh People have called and tweeted at us with like sort of jokey things like which is the who's the first who who's going to get this. And I don't mean to talk about this sort of flippantly, but like it's good that it was people like this for a number of reasons. And I think one of those reasons is let's say it were someone like and I'm just picking a name out of a hat here. Julianne Huff, who would absolutely document the hell out of her coronavirus experience there. She's unreliable. I, I don't know that I would believe I think she was prone to exaggeration. I think she is prone You're
3: saying there's like an overshare and there's an undershare and this is like kind of in There's the an overshare
0: that doesn't and there's a and there's a just right share. And I think that Tom and Rita are gonna give us a just right, like Goldilocksian share. You know what I mean? Like Goldilocksian People are very worried about this because you look at the internet and it's like, oh my god. Italy is literally falling apart, and then the adjacent tweet will be old men in a coffee shop that's mostly empty, like, joking around with espresso, serving it to each other on broomsticks. You know, like, it's very hard to judge the gravity of the situation, even in the areas that they're hardest hit. And we need someone who's going to give us some semblance of truth. And I think it's not a bad thing that that someone may in fact be Tom Hanks, (laughs) you know?
3: (laughs) You know at the end of VEEP where like her, her her like funeral gets interrupted by Tom Hanks dying. Yes. I oh my when God, I when yeah. I saw that I was like there this is so funny because this moment will be so surreal. If when it happens to me, if if I see, you know, if when if Tom, when when Tom Hanks dies, you know, he's old and than in V.P. So he's like hundred years old. At ideally, that point, yeah. the point is, is that like I was thinking about that moment for me as somebody. This is who I stand, right? Like I guess mm-hmm. I'm. I guess I've made that clear, you know. I guess that's my my what I'm sticking to or something. But the point is, is that when I saw last night on NBC or CNN or whatever I was watching, Tom Hanks has coronavirus. I was like, this is. That moment, this is surreal. Like, yeah. am I watching an episode of Veep? Because it felt so end world, like end of world. And I and, and it became so serious because of that. And I think, honestly, ultimately, that's good because people should take stuff seriously. Yes. Yeah. As somebody who takes yeah. nothing seriously, people should take stuff seriously.
0: And if you can work from home, work from home. And if you can't work from home, take care of yourself. And if you can work from home and you're dealing with people who can't work from home be nice to them Aww. because not everyone gets to work from home like me and Lindsay, who get to do our work air quotes work in pajamas uh at their desks you know yeah, it's a luxury we're and we're very thankful so um, we are not gonna dwell on these things no. we're
3: gonna talk about our own shit right
0: now okay yes. We are going to take your questions, comments, concerns because guess what? This is an episode of Who's There, our weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at six one nine. Who them? Um, let's start with some comments. Uh,
2: hi, Lindsay and Bobby, long time, long time. I just listened to the part of the podcast about the E Trade baby, and I just wanted to remind you of this little thing that no one cares about. But I think like a few years ago, when the E Trade baby was a big deal, they had a um, Super Bowl ad in which the E-Trade baby had a girlfriend I think and the girl baby's name was Lindsay and they called her an alcoholic in the commercial and then Lindsay Lohan got on that and said that they were actually talking about her because she has mononymous name recognition like Tyra or whoever so um, I just thought that was funny then and I still think it's funny now I thought you would appreciate it. All right. Um, Crunch, crunch. Bye.
0: (laughs) All right.
3: All right. I think as a Lindsay, who is very aware of other Lindsays, when this this drama happened, I agreed with Lindsay Lohan. I thought, like, they are definitely using the name Lindsay to imply Lindsay Lohan. Because the name Lindsay isn't used that often as, like, a random Mm -hmm. name because it's not timeless at all. So I think like Lindsay Lohan being like they're referring to me actually had merit. <laughs> Weirdly. Mm-hmm. I don't think she could actually sue them and it wouldn't go anywhere, but she was right,
0: I thought. They this this sort of happened. I think this was around the time that she was also suing Rockstar, the, the company that made or, or, or maybe not Rockstar, but one of the companies who made Grand Theft Auto Five because there was a character in Grand Theft Auto Five that like right. resembled her and also was sort of like represented as sort of like a druggy redhead mess of a character then the character's name was not Lindsay. i played that game several times and i think the case was thrown out but Lindsay is extremely sensitive to stuff like this like
3: well for a while she was more sensitive for a while because i think she was also going through court stuff and was like this Mm -hmm. affects my court because it puts influence on whoever whatever
0: yes and especially whenever you're trying to get better like this shit doesn't help whenever people are making fun of you um but
3: for a while it was just that if you thought of like out of control drunk celebrity it was Lindsay Lohan that just Mm -hmm. proved that was just kind of like who it who it represented who's it representing now like I don't even know who
0: out of control drunk. I mean like a for a
3: while it was that was like a thing but I guess we don't
0: I think we're a little nicer now or at least I'd like to believe we're a little nicer now I don't know that we're true I thought of Ben Affleck but he's
3: not like out of control but if we were talking about like a boozy
0: we turned a corner really quickly recently. On that. I don't know that it's really happening much. Um, yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, forgot about that. e Baby was the source of a lot of scandal back in the day. Uh, those, were, those were the day's <laughs> next call.
3: I think there's still um, mean stereotypes. Of stereotypes yeah,
0: I, I feel like, am I are we fucking missing something? Like, who is out of control?
3: But I think, like, like Bella like, Thorne even is an example of somebody that people bring up as, like, an example of, like, a crazy cele- I'm more thinking like a crazy party celebrity. You know, like yeah, she's always but, at parties. She's she, you know, like that.
0: But even Bella Thorne has taken control of the narrative and been like, "Don't judge me." Blah blah. blah. Like, it, well, it,
3: sure, because everyone can take. It's much easier now to take control of the narrative than it was mm-hmm. when Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton and Britney Spears were like getting in a car and drunk driving. Totally. Yeah. Because yeah, well, yeah, they didn't yeah. have a place to be like, actually, this drunk driving was like a personal choice. And is like, it, I'm taking control of the narrative. And like, it was trauma. You know what I mean? Is it really that's- just
0: like, like Vanderpump Rules people? Like, are those <laughs> our people?
3: Like the the reality show
0: Because that's their job, sort of. Their job is to be messy.
3: It was Jennifer Lawrence for a while in a way. Mm-hmm. But not in such a shamey way, but more in like a fun drunk celeb. Adele fell into that for a while. Not, dr- you know, there. It's yeah. we do that. We still do
0: that. I think. Yeah, we do that. But we, yeah, yeah, it was shamey to Lindsay though, and Jennifer Lawrence oh, it was, and yeah. Adele was was like, "Yes, bitch," like have yeah. some more wine. Lindsay Low it was like, "What a fucking nightmare." But yeah. Lindsay was
3: literally getting DUIs, and Jen, and mm-hmm. J Law was not. So there's like yeah. a thin line between, you know, whatever. Yeah.
0: There's a thin line between J-Law and Lilo.
3: But now I'm thinking like you have your city girls, one's going to jail for fraud. You have like, you know, the who are the twin sisters where one went to jail and just got out? I mean, there are definitely like people out here who are getting like DUIs and doing stuff at parties and being reckless and whatever. Like it's just...
0: The, the recklessness sort of elicits more pity now than it used to. Like we would default to sort of like laughter. But now it's like, oh, poor well, thing. we're
3: more we're more sensitive to justify recklessness with some sort of underlying issue. And we're more understanding as in to make a narrative of that for them in a way or to let them tell their story because people are interested in those stories.
0: Yeah. Um, next call.
2: Hi, just calling in with a correction uh, for Bobby saying that uh, Mitsu Bari was the star of American Beauty. Sorry, that was an ensemble cast and the star was Thor Birch. So I'm now here for the Thor Birch erasure of that. And while we're on it, I feel like you really should have brought up Christina Hendr- Hendr- Hendricks'
0: hand once again. Crunch, crunch. Bobby, what do you have to say to that? I don't really know what the argument is. That Mina Savari wasn't American the star, Beauty, that it was an ensemble cast? He's
3: saying American Beauty was an ensemble.
0: Okay. Yes. I mean... <laughs> okay <laughs> okay Like that's call <laughs> uh, okay i think if anything I, like american beauty is a is a tough movie to watch now for m- many many reasons m- chiefly because kevin spacey is the is the star of that movie like kevin spacey is is the bookend of that movie he is he is the narrator of that movie it's hard to watch that movie because of him but like even before the kevin spacey stuff was widely known to me, the the real star of that movie was Annette Benning. Like Annette Benning had like the role in that movie. She was the like teen, scene chewer in that movie. Right, right. She was right. the fun one. Right. But as for the kids, and even as for the kids, the, I love that. First, the, you the, were the,
3: like you were like okay, and now you're digging in. Okay, well go ahead. now
0: the three. But as for the three kids, I I admit, sure you're right. Those three kids are a unit. But I think that what about there is the a plastic bag there.
3: floating in the wind? How, Classic how bag how is I...
0: number one. Annette Benning number two. Then Kevin you got Spacey. <laughs> Kevin Spacey sort of redacted right in the middle, just blacked out. And Thora then Birch. the three kids as the kid. You know, Mina Silvari. Did, I ever, did I ever tell this, this story when I was um, uh, in college? I had one of my screenwriting professors, like my second screenwriting professor, he was like kind of a dick, but I, I liked him and, he would, like, give us screenplays to read and we'd have to, like, write coverage on them. And occasionally he would, like, fuck with us. And one time he sent us a PDF of the American Beauty script and he was like, everyone read this and write coverage of it for our next class because you have to like explain the whole sort of plot point in like a couple hundred words. Sometimes he would send famous movies and he would see if people actually read the script or if they just recounted the plot of the movie because original scripts usually were a little different. He would like catch you on not reading the script because you used the movie ending instead. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so he was like, "I know which of you didn't actually read it and which of you just watched American Beauty because <laughs> the real ending is different." And in the real ending, Thora Birch and Wes Bentley go to prison really like chris cooper is the one who kills him yeah. but thora birch and wes bentley get convicted that's so of unnecessary
3: murder. <laughs> that's like a good edit actually
0: yeah and they were like mm, no <laughs> that's yeah. not
3: that's like a good edit to be
0: honest it's a good edit let's just assume that amy pascal did that edit oh um, yeah, of course she did it's her it was her every good edit was amy she's pascal's
3: like, she's like kill the prison then rings <laughs> up <off> the phone <laughs>
0: God, my dream is to just, like, send literally any piece of writing to, A&M to Pascal Amy Pascal and have it returned have in red marks. <laughs> just, like, dumbass stripes <sighs> through everything. Like, well, whatever she had day. for lunch, like, dripping on the pages. Like, <laughs> Stop, no. Oh, my God, I'd frame it. Next call.
1: Maybe Sushi the cat survived because the coyotes were still full from Julianne Huff's
3: dog. Uh. <laughs> moving on. Don't say anything. This Maybe
1: is on. this is nope. like the
0: the tweet. Nope. Her mind. <laughs> okay, next goal. Hi,
1: Lindsay, Bobby. Boston Legal is a spin off of Ally McBeal. There's literally characters or actors. I, I believe James Spader played the same character
2: on um, on Alan McBeal and then on Boston Legal. And I'm saying this was a Boston Legal stand, which I'm like embarrassed. <laughs> To admit, Okay, grudge, crunch,
0: grudge. Crunch. Uh, didn't know David E. Kelly listened to the show. Thanks for listening, <laughs> David. Hope, <laughs> hope you get your wife to listen no, as well. No, that was That's Michelle really cool. Pfeiffer actually that was calling. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, next call.
1: Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. Long time meeting time. Um, I'm listening to the show today, and I just have to tell you what baby Ariel is up to. Um, she is, like, an Instagram body now, as they all were, but more importantly, she is now an actress on Disney Channel. She recently was in the second zombie musical movie, um, where she played a singing and dancing werewolf. <laughs> so, if you're wondering where she is, she's still very popping with the kids, and I guess me too. All right, love you guys. Women don't belong in balloons. Crunch, crunch.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Literally, already forgot who she was. I was like, I know, what? but I just we talked about that. baby like, Ariel. I'm like, I offhand
3: what? was like, what is she up to? But then someone over here is like, well, hear her her credits. But it sounds great. She sounds great. Honestly, it really sounds great. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, it sounds it sounds so great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then four calls in a row. Let's do these.
1: Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Okay, two other basic white people that speak another language that I was surprised by, maybe because I didn't know. I'm dumb. But uh, Mila Kunis defending um, JT in Russian after they made that movie. Just, like, uh, at a Russian, like, promo, she just jumps in and she's like, don't ask him whether he's going to keep doing music or why he's acting. Like, let him live his life or whatever in Russian. Iconic. Uh, He's like following along with a a, like just vacant smile on his face with like a little headphone in um, that's translating. Also, Natalie Portman speaking Hebrew, fun. Uh, Okay, crunch crunch.
3: Pretty sure Natalie Portman was born in Israel, so that makes sense too. And then Mila Kunis, I believe, was born in Russia, so that also makes. So these are a little bit less. She was born in Ukraine. Oh, okay. So this makes a little bit more sense than people just randomly speaking the language, but that cl- the clip of her doing this is funny, so I'm going to play it.
0: Yeah, let's play it here.
3: The rough translation is, why movies? Why not? What kind of question is that? Why are you here?
0: And then a few more calls about languages. Here we go.
1: Hi, Who Weekly. Uh, to piggyback on your conversation about... American celebrities that know random languages. John Cena speaks fluent Mandarin Chinese. And I think he's trying to learn another dialect, but I'm not sure. Thanks. Crunch, crunch.
0: So, now I've a lot of time. I've Chinese a lot of times. Maybe I've four So, now, if I go to China, I can speak Chinese. Chinese say, you can speak Basically, what I said is, I went to China a long time ago. I was like, man, I want to learn Chinese. So I studied really hard for four years. And now when I go to China, I speak Chinese. Chinese people are like, you speak Chinese? And I say, yes. And then we talk. And it's pretty fun.
1: Hi, Lindsay Bobby. It's Amy from Long Beach. I just wanted to add, I had to stop the podcast and add to the list of celebrities that you didn't expect to speak a second language, because the original is Felicia Rashad, who speaks fluent Spanish, and it's super impressive.
3: Okay, thanks. Bye.
2: When she would just lose it, she would just start speaking in Spanish.
3: ¿Cuántos? 25. I Felicia walked in the door and I just knew how wonderful she was going to be.
2: So finally I said, do you speak Spanish?
0: Do you speak Spanish?
3: Si. <laughs> I always
2: thought that was a really wonderful uh, character element that unfortunately didn't didn't stay and I don't know why.
3: What was really funny was when I... Was Googling clips of Ben Affleck speaking Spanish and like watching all of them. There's a clip that was Matt Damon speaks Spanish. And so I'm like, oh, he does. And I click on it and it's a whole clip of him speaking English. And at the end, he says, gracias. It was <laughs> literally, <laughs> I've got to send it to you. It was
0: crazy. <laughs> ¿Te escuchamos hablar español? ¿Lo entiendes? ¿Lo hablas? Yeah, I mean I can not particularly when, you know, if I if I have the lines written out beforehand, it's a lot easier. ¿Te enseño algunas palabritas Diego Luna?
2: yeah, he, he helped me. In fact, uh, there's a particular
0: line when I say, "Me estoy que le miedo." That was from Diego because he was sitting next to me and I was like, "Okay, how would you say this in Spanish?" And he goes, "Okay, say it like that." <laughs> <in>. <laughs> gracias Matt Damon. Uh, uh, No te pierdas a Matt Damon
3: en uh, Gracias Gracias, also update on Ben Affleck and Arna de Armas They're like officially a couple, there are photos of them like Canoodling on the beach, did you see?
0: Yeah, I got that email, I was like okay <laughs> Wait, wait, the, the subject line of that email Is like very funny, let me read it yeah. Lindsay, you can relate to this, I'm sure. Oh, sometimes I'm sure. we get sometimes we get like press emails that go to our Who Weekly email address, which totally makes sense. And then sometimes I get some that are sort of like residual Jezebel things that are like extremely feminist and like I know not tied to Who Weekly, that's why I say that. But yeah. then other times I get Who Weekly related things that are definitely because of Who Weekly but go to my personal email and this right. is one of them. And it's just this random person. I don't know how they found my email, but it's Anna de Armas snuggled up beachside with Ben Affleck and in- I can't even say the name of this designer, but it's like the designer. And there they are snuggling arm in arm. There's a great
3: photo of her taking a selfie and him taking a like manual photo on film of her taking a selfie.
0: (laughs) I mean like there's nothing more heteronormative than these than these than these she's photos wearing, because she's, she's wearing, wearing fashion
3: beautiful fashion like, she's a, wearing fashion like a knit dress with like a bikini under it and he's she's wearing a an shirt
0: 8-bit that's... New England Patriots shirt <laughs> a... literally an 8-bit nerdy ass Patriots shirt that doesn't fit shorts that do not fit
3: and he's hunched over all like Ben Afflecky and she looks fantastic yeah no it's perfect it's fucking perfect what is that cult
0: Gaia cult cult Gaia what's that that's the brand, Kult, Kult Gaia, oh, or is okay. it just Cult Gaia? It's a $358 dress. It's okay. amber. It's, it's gorgeous. A,
3: it's a beautiful dress. Wow, the press release worked as you're literally reading it on air. That's,
0: it's beautiful. Thank you, Elisa Abad. It's beautiful. <laughs> okay. I'd love to see if you're able to cover. Let me know. Um, hey, well... I'm covering it right now. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Okay. Okay. Questions. Um, Question? Questions. Oh, Questions i thought you were like question
3: question (laughs) question question okay it's time for the questions question
0: wow no better way to start this than with victoria justice i love my helix mattress i love my helix pillow what else is there to say about helix i freaking love it Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, Better Sleep starts now.
1: Hey, Lindsay Bobby. First-time caller, long-time listener. Um, okay, so uh, you guys probably talked about this before, but, like, I'm kind of spiraling, and I I called you because I, I, just, I just need to let this down. You don't want to understand is So, Victoria Justice, like... I can't imagine how she must feel because, like, all all the ducks were in a row for her. You know, she had her TV show, Victorious, Like, she was a singer. And then, like, the little side piece, Ariana Grande, is just, like, cropping herself over there for years. And, like, now Ariana Grande is, like, the biggest pop star in the world. It's like... It's, it's not even like she got, like, you know, like, somewhat famous like and, like, you know, like made it to them territory. Like, she made it to them territory. And, like as uh, Victoria Justice, you know what' good for her for waking up every day and moving on because like you know I would be happy with my friends, but like if we can all remember, um I think we all sing, um anyway, yeah, so I do feel for Victoria Justice, I don't really know what she's up to, um yeah, so she's yeah, she's one of the strongest two I've ever met, to be honest, um, thanks, uh, and uh women don't belong in balloons. bye.
3: The caller kind of covered like the span of this <laughs> woman's career, which is funny because you're right. She was like on the come up with a lot of people who are genuinely super yeah. famous right now. She kind of was alongside of them, alongside of them, so people weren't quite sure what she would do.
0: Yeah, and I think it. I mean, maybe I'm being too generous, but it sort of feels like it was one she of those was, things where yeah. like everyone was everyone was extremely talented, and it was like we just couldn't have more than a couple of them and only a few people could do it. And well, it's and so she didn't like, win. No, I think that it's sort of things like it sort of seems very luck of the draw, you know, like, I don't know.
3: I mean, she also, again, she has a similar look to Ariana Grande and a lot of these Disney girls. She was on the shows with all of them. She was on Zoe 101. She was on Victorious with um, Ariana Grande, as the caller says. She was in kind of all these like young, these yeah. movies and she did music and she was in the same realm as, as them, you know? And I think the, probably the Ariana Grande uh, feud, which is, you know, you can read about it. Everywhere, it has Mm -hmm. a lot to do with just them being pitted against each other. Nothing to do with like actual right, right. And so at a point you just break and you're like, I can't take this anymore. I have you know, it's you say something kind of real about it, and then it becomes oh they're in a feud when like clearly there's no hard feelings. These two just Mm -hmm. aren't friends, and Victoria Justice isn't maybe doing what she wants to be doing at this point i mean i think she's been in a few movies she was in a movie that i saw that was actually pretty good the um no kiss list do you remember that movie? uh no, naomi I don't and ellie's remember that no at all. Climbs and Climbs. yeah so no that was like Kiss list it's pretty it's a pretty fine that's a pretty okay movie no i think idea. they're making a sequel or at least i saw that they were making a sequel She was in the um, Rocky Horror Live musical that no one watched on Fox. Yeah, I uh, I think more yeah.
0: of the story is like she just. It seems like a luck of the draw thing, like, and also even if you look at Ariana Grande's career, there was a time when like Ariana Grande was not happening, where it was very much she was skirting the line on not going to happen, you know, and. Yeah then it sort of things just clicked into place and they very easily couldn't have. And those things that clicked into place for Ariana Grande never clicked into place for Victoria Justice. And that I don't know. Like, there's no there's no reason to be rude about Victoria Justice the way these yeah. YouTube headlines are. Why Victoria Justice's career flopped. But there's, a, there's a Disney...
3: Re, yeah, so if you search Victoria Justice's name, the first two video searches you get on Google, like, mm-hmm. not in YouTube, but on Google, are why Hollywood stopped casting Victoria Justice, which is definitely a rubric that this website uses for a lot of different people or whatever, and why Victoria Justice's career flopped, which is, like, <laughs> clearly Clearly, the, the perception of her is not incredible and she kind of gets lumped into a group of women who like didn't make it past the child star Mm -hmm. realm I would say like Ashley Tisdale is one of those kind of like young women who starred as in Disney projects that that, yeah you know
0: but even Vanessa Hudgens it took a minute for Vanessa Hudgens to sort of find her niche
3: and to be honest she's still working towards that she's still kind of trying to break out of that realm
0: like there's no reason to say Victoria Justice is fully flopped the way that these youtube videos are saying yeah. but like i don't know it's i i think it's real i think being a disney star is a pain in the ass and a curse and it it's a curse more than it is a gift it's and like
3: an easy way in and a hard way out you for, know like there's for no every ariana there's exit. like
0: a million victoria justices you know right, there's a million real. corbin blues so it it sucks.
3: Remember, like, Miranda Cosgrove? And it's all weird because people, because they associate them with their childhood, become so obsessed with these actors and, like, mm-hmm. really do want to follow them but don't necessarily want them to m- grow up. And that's, like, maybe yeah. a big issue for them in trying to get roles that are grown up. I mean, it is shocking that Vanessa Hudgens, like, made the leap to, like, romantic lead even though she's in, you know, Hallmark movies, which is fine. But only, a but a very
0: niche, niche place <laughs> right. a for a romantic de- lead, right? right.
3: A desexualized de- romantic lead. Like, for Hallmark and Lifetime and stuff. You're right. It's totally not even a thing as much. And
0: even when I was watching her on second act, like, which is a theatrical release, which was sort of a flop, but not really. Like, I think it ultimately did fine. Correct me if I'm wrong. Second lead
3: in a big movie.
0: Second lead in a big movie. I was like, good for her. But as I was watching her, I was like, I really like you. And I I would love for you to be a rom-com lead. And I think there's something, like... There's something almost there about her, which makes me really want to root for her. But like she kind of just does give off made for TV vibes. And that's maybe okay.
3: in a different era, though, she would yeah. be more successful when in a rom-com world where rom-coms are more abundant and whatever. Yeah. And but maybe as streaming bring slowly brings back the rom-com as people have been claiming it is. But I will see. Uh, yeah, we'll see that's something that she becomes a part of, you know, and she but, has. She has. Yeah yeah she, she, totally is has because, she is
0: the because holidays she is the
3: holidays nef- her nephew prince prince switch princess switch was one prince of the switch. biggest streaming rom-coms you know as
0: far as we can tell yeah mm, who yeah. knows yeah okay yeah. okay um <laughs> speaking of people we've largely forgotten about
3: this is so funny though
2: yeah. hi weekly um long time long time i randomly reading uh an article about topher grace's return to tv um, and it calls him one of the most in-demand actors of this pilot season, which sounds crazy to me. And, like, if you just Google his name, all there's a bunch of news articles that are like, yay, Topher Grace is coming back to TV. And, like, is there really that much excitement about it? Is Topher Grace a that? Like, he's a who, right? Like, I know that 70s show, and I guess he was, like, in Spider-Man. Um, but I feel like he's such a who. I can't even tell him apart from... Uh, what's the guy that was in Mamma Mia, Uh, the fiancé slash husband. Uh, Also, the best thing about his Wikipedia page is that he was in both Oceans 11 and 12 as himself, but both times as an uncredited cameo. Um, So, anyway, uh, Topher Grace, Who Are Them, Uh, Do We Love Him, Do We Hate Him. Um, Okay, Yummy Pop, bye.
0: First of all, I love I confuse him with the guy from Mamma Mia. Which it's like, where's which... 100 guys on Mamma Mia? Mamma Mia is
3: think... 85% guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mamma Mia is literally trying to figure out which guy. That is the long line yeah. of Mamma Mia.
3: Wait, literally, which Amanda Seafield in, in Mamma Mia is like, which guy? <laughs> and, and Mamma Meryl Mia Streep is like, which, which guy?
0: guy? <laughs> Mamma Mia, too. Which guy? less about which guy, but it's a lot of guys. And no, they're younger like, guys.
3: Too, no, well, Mom Mia 2 is like, too many guys.
0: <laughs> Here we go again. Which guy again? Okay. God, Mamma Mia 2, iconic. Um, oh,
3: God. Seeing that in theaters was like one of the most exhilarating moments Remember when I just started life.
0: crying? Yeah. When they were singing Dancing Queen on the boat? Yeah, I was like, yeah. what is wrong with me? <laughs> like, what is I, wrong with me? It's
3: definitely an old episode of Who Weekly, where you we talk about Mom Mia 2, for yeah. sure.
0: So... Also, I think that's the last time I ever went to Battery Park. Um, oh, I love Regal, Battery Park. Regal Battery Park. I don't think I've been since. Oh. So the point is, <sighs> why is everyone so excited about Topher Grace returning to I don't TVA? know. Um, I don't know. And I was trying to think of sort of uh, similar situations. And every once in a while, maybe there are better examples of this. I was just trying to rack my brain for examples of this. Every once in a while, there's like a TV star from a prior generation who returns to a current generation, and they're like, they're back. And I'm thinking about like James Vanderbeek, and I'm thinking about like Mayim Bialik being on Big Bang Theory. It's like were people really clamoring for Blossom to return? No, but she did, and it was sort of a big deal. And even though don't trust the B in Apartment Twenty Three was sort of a plop, like that got a lot of press. I think it's literally just nostalgia and name recognition. Yeah, Topher Grace is sort of lame, but like he was ingrained in like a very particular sure. aspect of culture sure, twenty sure, years sure, ago. sure, sure, sure. I, I guess know. my
3: question is just like, are people such diehard? Are there is there a remainder of such diehard that 70s show fans that Topher Gray's coming back to TV would be such a fucking big deal? Because no, that seems I... like one of those shows that, yes, is syndicated, but didn't quite make the like, it, it's not really it's something not that like people Friends. are going back yeah, to watch. Yeah, no one's yeah. like, I'm rewatching that 70s show. It's iconic. It's a very an episodic journey, like yeah. in a very pure sense.
0: It's very... It's gifable though, and I think specifically the parents sure. and Fez. I'm seeing you will see them. You will see them as reactions on, online. Yeah. Sometimes. And arguably,
3: we did get a lot of quote unquote stars from that show. We did. Like considering we did. The, the success rate of the people on that show is weirdly high. Like it is. for you know, Mila became a list. Ashton became a list. They A-list. literally married each other, which is like, what more could you ask for? Even and like Wilmer, Wilmer Valderrama did
0: well. Yeah. Wilmer is fine you know like there are no like I guess there's the sister right. but wasn't that a there's ch- a dark ch- the Masterson cloud over the whole thing there's a dark Masterson cloud and there's a dark sister cloud but I think for the most part they a lot Wait, of who's this ended sister up okay. um,
3: oh th- well also what's her face in the basement the cooking basement show Laura Propon
0: Oh, Laura Prepon became a thing. Got a got a huge show and like one of the early yes. big Netflix hits. Yeah, yeah the totally. one who played um and she was the like one second lead The sister for in uh, that second show lead. died when she was in her early forties. Um, she was an addict, and that's a that's a sad story. I don't remember but that But she wasn't she wasn't one of the central kids. No, you know, I'm she was about always the, kids. the sister. I'm talking about the kids. I'm talking about the kids. They're all fine. I don't know. It's it's weird. Like it's for kind a show
3: with a high success rate of its stars going on to big things. It's yeah. weird that the show itself is not as iconic as you would think because that is such a, like such an uh, incredible mm-hmm. high percentage of everyone going to do stuff. So you'd think they mm-hmm. want them to re- reunite all the time and talk about it all the time. Yeah. Maybe they do, maybe we're missing this. I don't know, I feel like I'm, yeah. I feel like I'm not. Tover Grace is so funny to me because he truly is the Matt Perry of his generation in that kind of like, uh. he come on, he is. Like dry, drawl, like don't give a shit cool guy way. For a while, it was like he was the emblematic. Um, we talked about this before, but the video gum would always, video gum, sort that of a I norm g- core hunk. Would always ask you know? what he's up to. He, they, you know, their version of what's Rita or up to was what's Tova Grace up to because it was kind of just funny to be like, yeah. what's Tova Grace up to for a while? But he was very good in Black Klansmen, I gotta say. Yeah
0: he was he was good i forgot he was in black plantsman um but yeah. no he and he's and he's always been like a cutie in a very normy way which is yeah. people like which people respond to but i think also a, a, another thing about this and what the fuck do i know but the I think TV, especially network TV, is so formulaic. And so when yeah. you get these people in a room and they're like, who do we cast? If Topher Who's, Grace... Like, yeah. Topher Grace is probably high on that list because they're like, totally. look, he's a proven person. His so name much is, of it is recognition. Just name. We can so talk much about it how it's been
3: 15 years since he's been back. That's a press bump. And he's, he's capable. He's, he's talented. He's such a straight man in terms yeah. of like, you know, if you, if you throw like goofy shit at him, he'll... He's a very good bouncing... Bo- like, it's almost we're doing... Toe for, to for Grace.
0: But Toe for Grace is precisely the type of, of like, yeah. normie 40-something, yeah. 30-something you want whenever you're playing to a TV audience. Like, uh, a live studio audience. Pause for laughter. Like, yeah. he will deliver your shitty dialogue well. You know, right. I don't know. I, it I, is it weird makes sense. that
3: he is, quote, one of the most sought after actors <laughs> this pilot season, though. Like, yes. like w- give yes. me the source on that one, because I just find Deadline. that hard to believe.
0: Grace, we- who will executive produce, who will also executive produce Home Economics, like these titles. Like, that's exactly the title home of a economics. show Tover Grace is perfect for.
3: Home Economics. He
0: marked one of the biggest talent deals so far this season. It's going to be an ABC show called Home Economics, please. Like, it's going to be a huge hit. How could it not be?
3: Ugh. I mean do you see that the Fran Drescher show that's not very good that they were all freaking about, about talk, talk about oh she's back the nanny's back in a role on an NBC sitcom or whatever written by Dan Levy and the show is like you know <laughs> I'm just saying you know it's a I guess
2: yeah.
3: I guess me thinking a show is bad does not mean the show is not successful because my track yeah. record is not amazing with that but it just I don't it's just interesting to me the like kind of false excitement in this whole thing
0: Really quickly, speaking of television, did you guess Sarah Palin? You didn't.
3: I wasn't even watching.
0: No, <laughs> but she wasn't on your list, right?
3: Uh, Sarah. Pa- no, that was a- so. L- last night they brought in a whole new group of singers, so she wasn't oh, on my list name. because she hadn't sung yet. She was brand so, new. but everyone basically guessed her because then when she was revealed, everyone was like, "Oh, I knew it was Sarah Palin." I haven't Thanks. done my guessing list yet because I'm currently not a lot available to do that because I'm traveling. But I. I'm going to eventually do a guessing list, I guess. First, I have to, first. kind of, right?
0: Yeah. I think but I'm I got to say, here.
3: Sarah Palin being revealed at the same time as Tom Hanks'
0: coronavirus was one of the worst moments of my life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's, uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put an ad right here and then we're going to play uh, this call. We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Takova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Takova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because Why? the Girlies from Potomac went to the Takova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. and I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Takovas.
3: Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. and so I got my Tacovas oh. and let me tell you the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots.
0: trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas you name it. they'll get you outfitted. they believe in Western for all and you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the real house of the Potomac. it seemed like they were being greeted like family. you'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. yes even the hard sup if you prefer and you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west.
1: Hi, Weekly. Um, whatever happened to Rosie Huntington-Whiteley? And should I care? Please advise.
3: Whatever happened to Rosie Huntington-Whiteley?
0: Has that ever been asked before?
3: I mean, I don't think by anyone on this sweet earth. We um, we talked. We about talked her. about
0: Rosie Huntington Whiteley probably a few years ago because she's been dating Jason Statham for a long time. They have a kid together. Um, they've been engaged forever. I think they've been engaged for like five years. Um, it's been a very long engagement. But she was for a time the the highest paid model in the world for a couple of years in a row. She was just like a very high paid model, largely because of victoria's secret like when you're an angel you you get a lot of money um <clears throat> and it leads to more money down the road she was in mad max fury road that was her second movie she was in transformers dark of the moon then she was in mad max fury road and then she has not acted since yeah and so i was sort of like what has happened to rosie Huntington and whiteley because i remember she used to be on every red carpet she was always like um in slideshows of like Who's who of everyone who was at this thing, it would always be like, A-list person, A-list person, A-list person, Rosie Huntington-Whiteley, A-list person, A-list, she, he was, she was just everywhere. And she stopped being everywhere when she had a kid uh, a few years ago. And I think that's sort of what the caller is referring to, because she went from being everywhere to nowhere. Right. But then I started Googling this, and I was like, she's still kind of everywhere, but she's everywhere on her own terms, a.k.a. she started a lifestyle site, um, Rosie Inc., well, you're because... like, does
3: this woman actually want to be an actress at all? No, <laughs> or does she just the... want to be like wealthy and enjoy her life?
0: She's living the dream. She made a ton of money modeling for like 15 years. And now she has this lifestyle site, which honestly. It made me think of, remember when Victoria Beckham launched her YouTube channel and then she was like, not for me, no one's watching. And then she canceled <laughs> it.
3: <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, that's happened to a lot of people, to be
0: honest. When high profile people do that, it tends to get a lot of attention and then it fizzles out. And Rosie, she's been doing this slow burn behind the scenes for years. And it, as far as I can tell, it's doing well. She's uploading videos constantly and they really? all have a lot of views. It looks really? like she's making money doing these like makeup tutorials like she does what's in my bags with random models she picks like a very fun selection like variety of models and sort of stylist makeup so she's people. really doing she's her doing thing. it she's <laughs> doing it and she appears on a lot like she's still she was just in vogue in november revealing right. her quote 15 minute morning makeup routine yeah. and guess what she's still beautiful and guess what she's great on camera she wow, was just on an episode standing? of i know and i as I was oh, wow. watching this, I was like, oh, God, I'm becoming long a Rosie list. Huntington-Whiteley stand." She was on... Um... I mean, I could
3: not pick this woman out of a lineup. Let's just be real. I could not pick this woman out of a lineup if my life depended on it. But I do respect just at the Oscars. her hustle. Well, of course she is. She's Jason Statham's yeah. fiance, right? They're yeah. engaged. Yeah. Or whatever.
0: Yeah. But um, she was just on uh, an episode of Ashley Graham's show, which I didn't know. Ashley Graham had a show called Pretty Big Deal.
3: Yeah. She, like, interviews people long form. Podcast.
0: And guess what I realized? Not only do I stand Rosie Huntington Whiteley, I stand Ashley Graham as an interviewer. Do she's, you? She's quite. Good at it. <laughs> this hurts you um, to it's say this.
3: This hurts you. It's also it really a podcast. That's the genius yeah. is that these celebrities are out here. They show up taking looking great. over every platform. They do a yeah. video, they do it as a podcast, they do it as a blah blah blah. I mean, it's smart. I, especially for Ashley Graham, who kind of got shoved into the like be a representation of all plus size women corner and then made it work for her because yeah. she could have just been like kind of manipulated by them by the market of it all but yeah. kind of like decided to own own and, her shit and
0: i don't know i was i was watching her and, and rosie was really like down like she was a down guest ashley was f- kind of fun she was like she was like you she was like i screenshot everything i love saving things on Instagram and she's like I like archive like looks that I love and she's like you're my most screenshotted model I'm obsessed with you like I'm so into your style and Rosie's like laughing and she's like I've noticed that you wear the same thing over and over again and that's so rare for people in our industry and she's like yeah and she styles herself every morning because she thinks it's fun I don't know like It was actually insightful and I was like, What's happening to me? I'm into this fucking episode of Ashley Graham's show. Pretty big deal.
3: Well, I think when Ashley Graham a model interviews another model, that's an interesting conversation. I don't necessarily want to watch Ashley Graham a model interview an actress or some No no, That that, to me doesn't necessarily appeal. But yes, like a model speaking to another model about their industry, if they get really detailed and it gets to Mm -hmm. be really like minutia, that's when stuff seems to gets to be interesting. So I'm not surprised that you thought it was a good interview at all. I'm sure you've heard this and I'm sure you're flattered or maybe embarrassed by it, but you are my style icon. No,
2: I never heard that. You haven't? Yeah. Are you serious?
1: (laughs) No, but like I screenshot and you are the most looks in my saved IG folder. Aw. Seriously. Thanks, Ash. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. I just got done seeing Emma, and I have to know, who's Johnny Flynn? Um, Also, did you see that some Waller bridge was
2: nepotismed into the movie? Very interesting. Crunch
0: crunch. This guy reminds me too much of Wyatt Russell, and Wyatt Russell, I think, is the galaxy brain version of Johnny Flynn. I just prefer Wyatt Russell, and yeah, I know that's nepotism, but like, if it's okay, he reminds me too much of Wyatt Russell.
3: I agree with you, but Johnny Flynn is kind of like a more dirtier, sexier Wyatt Russell, which I think Wyatt Russell is missing from his, like, look and vibe. He's more of, like, a light, chill hippie. And Johnny Mm -hmm. Flynn has, like, a little darkness to him, a little ugliness to him that's also very hot that I think is... I mean, fucking obviously I love it. So I saw Emma and Bobby didn't. So I think my kind of Johnny Flynn horniness is like a little bit at a higher
0: level. How naked I, is he? Every interview with him is like, he gets naked at Emma, oh, but like how the naked best, is he? No,
3: the best part of Emma, not very naked. The best part of Emma is that it starts off with this like scene of everyone getting dressed and getting, you know, getting like helped dressed by their parents their people kind of to show the wealth and oh the putting prosperity. on their like wild yeah so he yeah. literally like you know drops trout to like put on pants it's like the mm-hmm. most not sexual butt but you're like mm-hmm. oh a butt <laughs> but you haven't even been like warmed up to him yet oh. which is really kind of an interesting choice mm-hmm. i honestly have been horny for johnny flynn for a Cause while you like lovesick, because i loved scrotal recall and i joked and you can well, you probably can't search my tweets because they're all deleted, but, or mostly deleted, but <laughs> there was a point where I was making jokes about how this is this show called, this really good show that I want to recommend to you guys, but it's called Scrotal Recall. Like, I can't help it. Then they changed the name to Lovesick and gave it a second season. It's a really fucking good show. It's all on Netflix, I'm pretty sure. And he's just kind of like a British hunk that's in various stuff because also he sings. He's like a. Singer. And yeah,
0: he yeah, it was like a folk singer. He yeah. was in that That's movie how we with started. Anne
3: Hathaway that no one saw. Remember that one song, one day, true song, song something, song, song, w- song,
0: one, one. song, song, song one.
3: one. Um, and I also once saw him in a Brooklyn um cafe, and I texted Shawnee because Shawnee was also a lovesick fan, and was like. Johnny Flynn's in this campaign. I stared at and him. And Shawnee was
0: song. like, I don't know who you're talking about. No,
3: she knew. <laughs> she knew. Anyways, I th- I'm i really happy that he was this role because it is really the perfect role for him. He he's would be great in period stuff. Like I just saw, I was just watching, which I highly recommend the BBC Jane Austen adaptation of Sanditon, which was like controversial because it was really sexy. And you know who's in that? Who? iconic theo james of the divergent movies
0: (gasps) theo james is he good in it
3: yeah so he's really good in that but he's a total flop as like divergent guy but it just was the wrong role for him or they were trying to make him a thing and he just wasn't a thing but in in as like a period piece guy he's perfect like he it's a perfect fit and i think the guy like Johnny Lee Miller, you know, who was famously Mr. Knightley in the in the old Emma and like there's specific British guys that are just so good at like adaptation period piece shit. You know, mm-hmm. they shine. They shine as like a Mr. Darcy or Mr. Knightley or like whatever. I love this stuff. I can't get enough.
0: This I mean, I will see it not in theaters right now. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> When it's a rental. But did you know why it's... I see you responded in the doc. Do you know why it's... Because the movie is stylized Emma, period. Like, I know. I I'm mad that you told me. I'm honestly pissed. Did you... you this. this is not even a joke. This I isn't know. even a joke. I'm going to read the quote. Speaking exclusively to RadioTimes.com, director Autumn Wilde revealed that the answer is pretty self-explanatory. Quote, There's a period at the end of Emma because it's a period film, she said quote, it's true. In other words, yes, the whole marketing for this expensive new film is based on a pun.
3: I period. Know. It's this new Emma is great. I really like it. I think as I said to Bobby, it is it is Emma or I said to someone yesterday, or oh, friend Lauren, I it is it is Emma done in the style of the favorite. I think we are everything right now kind of looks like the favorite in terms of period film. Like that's our what we're into right now and so idiosyncratic
0: period films yeah yeah,
3: like you'll see the humor is very similar it'll be like somebody gets on the floor and screams and then like a a footman comes in like looks in the door and is like "Uh and like walks out you know in the back of the frame (laughs) it's kind of a there's a lot of like gags like that Mm -hmm. and i it's effective but it is a certain very specific to right now style but the thing about remakes is why they're great is because they're always specific to the time that they were made. It's the same mm-hmm. story. So like the whole point of a remake is you're watching the era in which it was made version revivals. Of, yeah. Yeah. The same the, idea of a revival. Exactly. It's like, I want to see what 1985's version of this story was. What what kind of color palettes were there? What actors did people like? What types of music did were they into? Not the actual period stuff, but the actual time it was made
0: in. Yeah. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. Lindsay. Mm-hmm. I always know what you mean. <laughs> um and I think you'll know what I mean when I say we gotta move on.
3: Let's do f let's do a few who or them. Hey Lindsay and Bobby.
1: Um he's just not that into you as on Netflix, uh but cast of them, specifically Kevin Conley, uh Jennifer Connolly, Jennifer Goodwin, and um I can't think of any other person. But are they who's or this? I am kind of leaning toward who's, but this is kind of a big romantic drama comedy thing. I don't know. Um, Everyone else is them. Anyway, perform by the thorn.
3: The lineup in this movie is honestly shocking to me still to this day, like looking back <laughs> on it. The A-list and B-list talent is off the charts. <laughs>
0: And the, and the INDB is wild because it's in, I think it's an order of appearance. So you get literally 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, like, Essentially glorified ec- extras before you get to Jennifer Goodwin with a G. Like that's the cast we're dealing with. I mean, here.
3: I I sorted it by popularity, so I'm getting the what IMDB thinks are the big guns at the top. So you have your Ben Affleck, your Scarlet Johansson, you have your Jennifer Connolly, you have your Jennifer Anison, your Bradley Cooper, then you have the kind of Jennifer Goodwin, Busy Phillips, Drew Barrymore, who's after Busy Phillips, which means this algorithm is fucked. <laughs> Then you have Justin Long, Kevin Connolly. Ugh. Then we get Sasha, Na- Natasha Legero. Then you have Eric Stoltz, uh, Louise Guzman. You got your Chris Christopherson is in this. That's confusing. Uh, you know, you get your like your extras. <laughs> then you I.
0: Uh, OK, let me. Uh, Jennifer Goodwin, who? Kevin Connolly, who? Scarlett Johansson, them.
3: You think Jennifer Goodwin's a who? Yes. OK.
0: The reason why I believe Jennifer Goodwin is a who can be explained by Dr. Ian Malcolm in the film Jurassic Park.
2: Dinosaurs uh, uh, had their shot and nature selected them
0: for extinction.
3: That's <laughs> what you were looking
0: <laughs> You think she was selected for extinction? Dinosaurs had their shot, Lindsay, and nature selected them for extinction. Wait, that's
3: how you feel about Jennifer Goodwin? She had her yes. shot and nature selected her for extinction? <laughs> The star of TV's Once Upon a Time that ran for 35 seasons?
0: Yes. Nature <laughs> selected Jennifer Goodwin for extinction. She's one of those people who Hollywood kept trying to shove down our throats. <laughs>
3: we said, no, thank you. America was like, she's absolutely fine. not. She's fine, absolutely though, right? Not. How do you feel? She's, she's fine.
0: She's fine. I just, I'm more, this is a response to like the aggressive, <laughs> Nature with which she was presented to us. And I it's know. like, no, 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 no. Okay. We live in a democracy and I vote someone else. She did once upon
3: a time for seven years seven
0: me whenever jennifer goodwin gets cast in a romantic comedy i'm writing in jennifer aniston <laughs> like absolutely not But Je-
3: putting jennifer goodwin and jennifer aniston in the same comedy is rude
0: yeah and but also oh my god and movies, putting drew like barry
3: lines. putting drew barrymore and jennifer goodwin is rude they're like the same bubbly personality
0: right but jennifer and goodwin and now gets drew barrymore is erased. like acting who i don't want to do this anymore
3: she does she loves to act what are you talking about she, she just instagrams about like
0: tgim yeah they i don't see her Monday. doing that during corona. And her makeup
3: at she does makeup she does no she loves it no she loves it maybe this will bring her and justin long back together because they'll realize that they belong together oh my fantasy okay alan Cumming. who are them
1: tank sinatra <laughs>
3: Hank Sinatra's the Instagram that we followed full of good news. Uh-huh. Best of luck to you, Hank Sinatra. Okay, Jeez. Alan Cummings. I f-
0: that one, two, three, them, them. Yeah, right? I think,
3: yeah. yeah, I think so. We've um, every time we do who them, I have like severe deja vu. So if we repeat mm-hmm. people, I don't care anymore. I'm sorry, not, not
0: my not pro- that's, care. Who cares? Yeah. Not my um, problem. It is
3: your problem, but it's fine.
0: Sandy Frank, he's an eternal them to me because he's Sandy Frank. Yeah um
3: Although he's bad as Mr. Elton in the Emma remake with Gwyneth Paltrow, can you tell I watched all the Emmas after I watched God. the Emma movie? Okay.
0: <laughs> did what was I supposed to do? Did you love? Um, don't you love Spice World? He's like the villain in Spice World. Oh, he's World. so That's good fun. in Spice
3: World, and he's great in Josie and the Pussycats.
0: And wasn't he on The Good Wife for like forever?
3: Yeah, he is. He's pretty themmy to be honest. And he yeah, he's themmy. He's like yeah.
0: he's themmy my friend was his personal assistant and then she crashed his car. And then...
3: Oh, I love that story. That's a story for Patreon. Oh,
0: okay. I'll tell the full story on the Patreon. That's a good story because the end of that relationship yes. is like one of the most iconic things I've ever yes. heard in my whole life, but yes. you're going to have to subscribe to the Patreon. $5 a month. Patreon.com. Slash okay. Weekly. Here's the next call. <laughs> um, we don't have,
3: we like, don't have time for it. So you'll have to subscribe to
1: the.
0: Patreon. No. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't. Sadie Hawkins. What the fuck?
3: Sadie Hawkins. Who are them?
0: I literally don't know who Sadie Hawkins is. So, am what i you am mean, i stupid sadie
3: hawkins yeah she's she's happy she's from um this girl the w- woman who who fucked the fish in the movie that won the oscar and then the, the happy-go-lucky right that's her the swimming movie where she he fucked the, she fucked the monster the, the shape of monster. water yeah that's her right yeah sadie hawkins that's um
0: sally hawkins oh who's sadie, sadie hawkins? hawkins i've never heard of like and the I sadie hawkins her, and dance says, sadie hawkins dance which i've never heard of which in which the women invite the men did I this know. person mean wait, Sadie Hawkins? Wait, you've never Hawkins? heard of
3: this. Wait, you've never heard of the Sadie Hawkins dance? It's no. like an old thing. Oh, okay, it's like thing. It was on Gilmore Girls, I think. Um, no, I thought this. Oh, was I'm sorry. H-
0: in Texas, they don't gender flip anything. So okay. I'm sorry, okay. we didn't all live in Massachusetts where people are more willing but to like. I know we're so fuck liberal. with social norms.
3: Okay, <laughs> sorry.
0: This is crazy. What is this?
3: Okay, I'm not we're not doing Sadie Hawkins. Sadie Hawkins them, I guess, although Bobby's never heard of it. I've I never
0: heard of this woman. I
3: don't even know what this woman is like. Sadie what Hawkins Day is an after.
0: American folk event and pseudo-holiday originated by Al Cap's classic hillbilly comic strip, Lil Abner, 1934 <laughs> to 1978. Are you kidding me? Okay, no. but is it
3: not weird that I thought this was Sally Hawkins? That's pretty normal. I, uh,
0: yeah. Is Sally
3: yeah. Hawkins a who are them? Sally Hawkins
0: is a who?
3: Okay, can we move on then? If
0: the themiest thing you did was fuck a fish, then you're a who.
3: Okay, well, um, Tom Hanks fucked a fish,
0: but that's not the themiest thing he's okay, ever done. Okay, true. Okay, true. The themiest we, thing he's ever done true. was play Sully.
3: True. <laughs> true. Okay, moving on, please. Hello, is Richard Armitage a who
1: or a them? I feel like he's a British them and maybe a nerd them because of The Hobbit, but I'm not sure. I'm watching The Stranger now, and I'm just wondering. All right. Crunch, crunch.
3: Bye. Hello. Richard Armitage.
0: One, two, three. Who? Them. What?
3: <laughs> no, you're right. He's this name, guy looks he's...
0: like Gerard Butler mixed with Rupert Everett mixed with Bradley Cooper no, I don't know mixed he looks with like. any I don't other his person. His name is
3: very them but his I don't know who he is.
0: Yeah, he sounds like, like oh, I went to Eton. You know, like, oh, yeah, I totally. went to, I'm friends with Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, okay.
3: <laughs> okay, Richard Armitage. I'm
0: gonna control F Eaton on his way- okay, so we didn't go to Eaton. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna control F No.
3: Okay, I'm I'm pushing you along now. Next
0: call. Okay, thank you, because I need someone to push yeah, me Yeah, you
3: you're like, you're killing me. Is Ed Bigley Jr. a them?
1: I feel like he is. But also what's he doing right
3: now? I don't know. Crunch crunch. Can I just say, if you don't know what Ed Begley Jr. is doing right now, how are you ass- calling to act? Ad- like, you must have seen something that reminded you of Ed Begley Jr. Were you watching, Jr. like,
0: She Devil? Were you watching, like, one of the Christopher Guest movies? Like, where. Where did this come from where were you, were you thinking you were about like... electric cars <laughs> wasn't he obsessed with like electric cars wasn't that his whole thing i don't
3: know but he's Remember? a but that i don't know but it's a great it's a great name and it's a great person to bring up out of the blue he's a it's a it's amazing a, voice it's, i love yeah. his voice yeah
0: love his voice yeah um ed begley jr one two three who Who? i think he's character actor who he's a character actor yeah yeah Mm yeah because
3: his main thing was saying elsewhere in the early 80s and then he was kind of a character actor for a while because he was like in so many different movies where he
0: was really good he's he's peak that guy he's like one of the he's like one of our most esteemed that guys wait can i
3: read you his categories on wikipedia are so cute ready Mm -hmm. early life acting career personal life activism Friendship with other actors has an entire section.
0: Oh, that's William cute.
3: Daniels, Norman Lloyd. That's it. Only two people he's friends with. <laughs> okay, we <laughs> okay, we have to move, that's move
0: on. That's cute. Okay, that's cute. Okay, a, yeah. We we stand at Beckley Jr. We um, stand
3: him. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is
1: Janine in DC. Long time, sometimes. Is broccoli Rob a who or a them? Like, you see it on a lot of recipes, it always sounds good, but, like, it's impossible to find anywhere, and then when you do find it, it's really expensive, and you don't get that much of it. So, is it, is it a them with who tendencies? Anyway, just something I've been thinking
3: about. Crunch, crunch. <laughs> Broccoli Rob, who are them?
0: Broccoli Rob, one, two. <laughs> one, two. Three them. What?
3: What? (laughs) 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 Okay, okay. Do you want? Do I need to make an argument or (laughs) something?
0: I don't. (laughs) I love broccoli, Rob. I love broccoli, Rob.
3: It's not a value judgment. I like Broccoli Rob. No one it said, Rapini.
0: It's also called Rapini. It,
3: it has another name. That's one of my arguments. It has another name. It's not yeah, Broccoli, that's, that's which is a them. Broccoli Oh, it them. is a who. You're right. right it's, it's a who. Too it's too close it's to Broccoli r- to be a them. They shouldn't have called it Broccoli Rob. I get that that's marketing, but like it's confusing because it doesn't look like it really.
0: To, to use name dyslexia again, it's like ordering a Mira Sorvino, but then getting Mina Suvari. <laughs> you know? Your plate of broccoli, Rob comes, and you're like, "I thought I ordered mere sorvino well, the, here." Well,
3: arguably, broccoli, Rob is a fancy broccoli. Like, if if it, if I were to rebrand broccoli, Rob, I would sit, call, be like, let's just call it fancy broccoli. Like just but re- it doesn't. To-
0: it's not the same idea. It's because it's like a, it's a leafy it's different. green.
3: It's different. It's closer to like spinach than it is to broccoli. And it's like,
0: it's like a, it's not a bitter green because it's not like a chicory, but it's like, it's still like a, it's got a completely different flavor. And also like you think of like a broccoli, it's like a crunchy, like a fibrous thing. And this is just mm-hmm. leaves.
3: Exactly. So why are they calling it broccoli, Rob? It also sounds like just like a guy's name who loves broccoli.
0: Oh, it's I in on, on the Wikipedia. It. It's the planet's member of the tribe, Brassicae. Of the brassicae, yeah, which is right. the mustard family, like mustard right. greens, it's in the same right. subspecies as the turnip. Um, but it's also in the same. It's a cruciferous vegetable, which is all, like is too. so is broccoli. But a lot of things are cruciferous vegetables. <laughs> a lot. They of things. call it broccoli raw because it has. It says the buds somewhat resemble broccoli, but they do not okay, form but a large the... head.
3: Right, but the okay That
0: is true because whenever you buy a thing of broccoli rob, you're like, I paid six dollars for this bunch of broccoli rob, and then whenever you wilt it down, it's like it barely. down two to servings. like nothing. Fancy Every leafy broccoli. green just like fancy broccoli. Down. Fancy broccoli, once again. It's like whenever you roast broccoli and you put it in the oven, you're like, Oh my god, I roasted a whole head and then it comes out of the oven and it's shrunk. It's shrunk it's like shrinky dinks. Yeah, like shrinky dinks, totally. I was at a dinner once and I spilled an entire plate of broccoli rob on my body and everyone acted like they didn't see it happen. I bet it
3: just like slided da- slid down. And also just if all... I saw if I saw you drip not you but if I saw somebody who was embarrassed, embarrassed about it like spill something I would also like maybe ignore it just like for their sake. Yeah, I know but like Did you want them to acknowledge it?
0: It's sort of it may have like Lowered my anxiety because I'm just sitting there. All this broccoli Rob's on my body, and everyone's acting like it didn't happen. And I and I got I understand that it's out of politeness, but like, throw me a bone. Like, let's make a joke. Let's cut the tension because it is thick. Also, so I still have get, like oil stains on did, my pants. You did. It
2: again. So
3: wait, but do you forgive broccoli Rob for that?
0: Well, I I really like broccoli Rob. I didn't even get to have any because it all fell on my body. Okay,
3: <laughs> we gotta end. We've been this. doing this for
0: too long. It's um, bad. I we gotta, we
3: gotta end this. Thank you to Broccoli Rob. Just
0: call me Broccoli Bob. The, oh! <laughs> the, oh. Okay, that's good.
3: I like that. It's a good nickname, Broccoli Everyone,
0: Bob. we're done. Thank you for listening. Um, call us at 619. Hit them if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or Broccoli Rob anecdotes of your own. I'd love to hear them. We'll be back on Tuesday with another episode. Wash your hands. Stay indoors if you can. Be nice to everyone who can't. And um I don't know, do some vibe checks on your friends because everyone needs them. You know, everyone needs them. Say Bye. Yeah,
2: Mia. Bye. Hey. 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 No, no, no. Mia. Come on, come on. hey. I want to be famous.
1: So I'm sure you've already gotten countless calls about this. But um, just making sure you guys talk about the death of laura dern's goldfish um yeah that's it all right me and Greece. bye